0: Welcome to the MLB coast to coast podcast brought to you by the lines.com coming to you from the West coast, Josh Lander joined by Nate Weitzer. He's on the East coast and we are looking at a slate of baseball on Wednesday night for you guys looking at a pretty good Tuesday night here. Nate went four and two, two and two the day before, but over the last couple of days up a couple of units, Bryce Harper came through for us yesterday, hit a home run, which also got him his total bases, got the fills and everything in there. So pretty good day yesterday. Uh, decently small slate for evening games tonight not as much for us to choose from but I think we've got some pretty good picks here for Wednesday so continue to follow along by liking and subscribing to that page also want you to head to the and check out the great content we have up on the site right now and use that odds finder tool up there a nice little chart with all the odds available to you from all of these books giving us bets this baseball season Nate let's go ahead and
1: get into some winners here for Wednesday night yeah, I'm actually, because it's such a small slate, I am going to throw out a four ten start here, Houston at Boston. Uh, so if you're watching this after 4, go ahead and click the next bookmark to watch the the three night picks. But I'm going some tile, t- Kyle Tucker, Tile Cucker, that is. Uh, tile t- Cucker. Total, total bases, two plus total bases. That's minus 115. You can put some money on that to hedge, but I would combine it with the Astros money line because I do like, thinking about Framber Valdez in this spot. And he's been wildly mercurial uh, in his last five, you know, sandwiching a no-no and a shutout against Detroit with three awful starts. I mean, a noticeable drop in ground ball rate for him this year, but coming off a start where he had an 86% ground ball rate against Detroit. Only issue was he walked five guys, but the Sox hitting 231 against lefties in the last two weeks with a 28 percent K rate and in the the entire month of August they only have a five percent walk rate against lefties so I do like this matchup he he did have consecutive lights out starts against Boston two years ago and I think he will give the Astros you know it's a it's a 10 run line here at Fenway which you expect and I think that has more to do with Cutter Crawford on the other side who I'm just going to Look at again the last time he started. I, I wanted Freddie Freeman props. He came through, uh, so did Max Muncie and the rest of that Dodgers lineup. It's because it's there's some just some notable struggles against lefties, especially lefties that are plate disciplined, like Freeman uh, and like Kyle Tucker. Uh, you know, at, at home, Crawford has a 4.1 walk per nine and a 6.7 fit against lefties, he's given up 40% hard contact. Uh, And Tucker is way better on the road this year, 320 average versus 263 at home. He has a 13% walk rate against righties on the road, 13% walk rate in general since the all-star break. You know, he's been an on-base machine lately. He's three for eight with two walks in just two games to open the series at Fenway and 310 in his career against Boston. So I think he's the best batter to target here especially against Crawford, but that Sox bullpen has also been the second worst in August, and another reason to like Houston on the money line is their bullpen of course, very very good. Uh Boston not so much.
0: Yeah, Boston not so much. Also, thank you for giving me my next year's fantasy baseball team name. Kyle cucker such a great <laughs> name uh but <laughs> that's what he's old that's what he's batting poorly he's now back to kyle tucker uh as he's awesome now but i i have no problem with this bet I, I do like runs in this game framber scares me uh big time um but i think you know what you're going for here is really just i love i love just looking at Kyle Tucker in a situation that, you know, he's been really, really good at this year so far and, and the way that Cutter Crawford struggles versus lefties um, and, and all the great lefties that have been getting hits off of him as Boston's had a pretty brutal schedule as well at times with some pretty nasty lineups they're facing. And that's why their games are going over so much and, and why you can expect uh, some hits from those Houston Astros tonight. But I'm going to kick things off here with another uh just hitting machine in terms of the Dodgers one of the three, two best offenses in of baseball at this point um, and have been the best over the course of the last month and a half. I'm going to take their money line at minus 165 and put a unit on it. I I wanted to put a unit and a half. I'm just going to leave it at a unit because it's a little bit trappy for me just because it's like they've been riding so hard. But once you win what they've lost four games since the beginning of August, I, I mean, there's not it's not like there's like a trap in the in the sense that you know one of the the aspects of of their hitting or their pitching are going to sort of dwindle. I, I like Pepio in this matchup a bit more than I think the books are giving him credit for. I don't know the last time I saw the Dodgers as just a minus one sixty five favorite. In fact, that that number on MGM is a lot better than even like FanDuel or DraftKings, which are up around one eighty uh, minus one eighty for them to win. So I, I do like the the little bit the fifteen cents worth of juice you get there by taking them on MGM and. Pebbio has been hurt for most of the season as has been the case for a ton of Dodgers pitchers, which is wild to think about as they have a double digit lead in the uh, NL West, but he was good last year. He's definitely a prospect that they're banking on. Uh, and in nine innings this year, he's already been well, good as well as they bring him back slowly. The one blemish is a home run that he's given up. Um, but in the two st- uh two starts that he's made this season. He has a 2 ERA, 0.94 whip, and 2.41 XFIP. Uh, he also has a combined nine strikeouts, uh, or excuse me, 11 strikeouts in those nine innings. Obviously a very, very nice uh, 11 per 9K uh, rate there, at K per 9. So I think he's got the stuff for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm not really afraid of this uh, D- Diamondbacks lineup at this point. 20th and WRC+. Plus, basically on the season, like everything they're doing in August is what they do on the season. They're a slightly below average, uh, team hitting team against righties and they are a below average team comfortably below average team against lefties pepio coming in as the righty but uh does have some some a decent success in the righty righty matchups as well and the righty lefties honestly hasn't been bad that's what happens when you have a two era and what we saw from him last season was the ability to pitch i think they expected him to be a part of that rotation this season uh, as he went three and and0 last year had a 10.4 k per nine uh rate and then what, three four seven era little bit of a higher xERA, but you know, pretty still pretty much within the ballpark to keep him under four with that ERA on the season. So uh, I don't need to tell you about this Dodgers lineup. I don't think Mookie Betts is in it. Freddie Freeman's in it. They're all really, really, really good. Uh, Brandon Fott has been better, not when he faced the Dodgers last time. I mean, he I, I've tried to find the right times to back Fott um, because he has been my fantasy baseball team name. He's so Fott right now, but he's not really got it against this Dodgers lineup. The last time out got touched up for six hits and four earned and just an under five innings pitch there. He's got just a 30% ground ball rate. And, and that, that home run to fly ball rate has been somewhat friendly at times. I think if anybody gets a hold of one tonight at Dodger stadium with the wind blowing out dead center, you've got to hit it dead center, but I'm sure there's plenty of bats on the Dodgers uh, to hit it the, the 400 feet. They need to get it over that wall. And it's actually not even quite 400. I don't think uh, in, in most of the parts out there by center, it's a pretty friend uh, home run friendly park there out in in LA for uh, for these guys on the Dodgers to get some runs off of uh, Fat and and for them to get this win.
1: Yeah, I hope he never gets traded to Boston and we'd be talking about back Fat all the time. Um but yeah, the Dodgers 10 straight wins in division have not have lost one division game since the end of June. So yeah, to just take their money line blindly here, especially against a little brother like the D-backs, makes a lot of sense even even though you do lay out some good reasons why. We're taking the money line here against Fat. Um, so the other game here, which we just hit, which was the Rays' money line at Miami. Miami's struggling badly. Losers of nine of their last 12 and five of their last six at home. I'm going to actually target the starting pitcher here for Tampa. Uh, Zach Afflin to get six Ks is plus 140 at FanDuel. Oh, and I, I'll split your unit between that and and Zach to get 5Ks in the Rays' win. I do think they win again with Jesus Lazardo on the mound. The Rays were much better against righties over the course of the year. But lately, they've been crushing lefties. They've been crushing everybody. They're hitting like 302 in the last 20 days. uh, But they're hitting 312 against lefties with an 830 OPS. And lazardo has been pretty awful lately. And the Marlins' bullpen just got pounded in that loss yesterday. So not much relief coming in for them, but Eflin coming off 11 Ks in six innings. He's been really up and down in terms of his Ks, but also keeping the exit velocity way down in five, of his last six starts, just impressive there and stranding everybody who's been on base in four of his last seven. And how does he do that? Cause he has a good slider and his, his outside swing rate has been above 35% in all seven of those starts. That's absolutely key against the Marlins, the fourth highest outside swing rate. They also ranked 27th against the slider in August and 24th on the season. So even though they have a pretty low K rate due to the Marlins um, at home and lately, you know, only 21% in this losing streak, I think Eflin can get there. Um, his prop is all the way up at 18 and a half innings uh, with plus odds on the over. I would rather just say he's going to have a high K per nine again. Get to you, get you to five, maybe six strikeouts, and and that the Rays are gonna win, uh, here in in what's not really an away game because yeah, it's just Tampa going to Miami. It's it's also an artificial turf. It's a similar situation where the Rays clearly are gonna have some success. Yeah, and I. I, I...
0: Been looking at Lazardo for a while here because he's definitely just ran into, crashed and exploded into a million pieces uh, once he hit that wall of uh, the, the amount of most pitches he's thrown by far at this point in his career. Um, and and is at 143.1 innings pitched also the most of his career I think it's a pretty good spot to continue fading him it worked out really well fading Sandy yesterday got the 11-2 win for the uh, the Rays there in Miami Uh, so I think we continue to feel pretty good about this Rays team going in the right direction and the Marlins slowly slightly receding out of that playoff race certainly not out of it by any means at this point but definitely don't have much wiggle room throughout the last month of the season And, and I think that just that the hitting for them, especially, is something that it still isn't there. Despite the, uh, the law offices of Berger and Bell coming over to their squad, they're still they're sl- slugging is bad. All of the power is bad. And if you can't string three or four hits in a row together for this team, you can't really get around the bases. And that's my biggest worry for them. So, with you on that, on the Rays again. And go into a game that's got a football sort of feel to it in the score when you're in Colorado with the Bravos playing. Uh, and these, these totals up at around 13.5, 12.5. It's, it's bananas. First game of the season, series went 14 to 4. Last night, Charlie Morton pitched a nice gem there, only 3 to 1. But I'm going to just be, instead of looking at game totals or anything, fading Kyle Freeland and giving Ozzy Albies a little bit of love on the Bravos. So I'm going under 15.5 outs for Freeland. Uh, I'm going. That's minus one thirty three on DraftKings with a full unit, uh, and I'm also going to take a little bit on on Ozzy Albus uh, to get over two and a half total bases. I, there's no good way to to be able to bet on him. He's just he's the best hitter in the league against lefties uh and has continued that torrid pace especially in August and crushes Kyle Freeland uh has faced him 21 times has 9 hits for 3 doubles and a triple uh with 5 ribbies in there that's a slash line of 429 667 1095 which is very good for those keeping track at home uh this Braves lineup in general just smashes Freeland uh overall for on the season this team is, has a slash line of 348 not on the season I'm sorry in their history uh Career-wise, these batters that will be facing Freeland for the Braves, 348, 618 slugging, and a 1.01 OPS. That's all on 89 at bat, so a decent enough sample size to say that they they crushed this dude. They crush lefties in general. Kyle Freeland is very crushable right now. Uh, if you look at his, the, how many games we got here, he's gone six innings, three times. He does... Go 16, uh, you know, the six innings when occasionally and he's done that in games where obviously the they don't care if they win or lose anymore because he's given up at least three earned runs uh, in all except for two of his last 11 or 12 starts here um, since the month of June. And in that time, he's got an ERA up above six and a FIP up above five point eight four. Uh, and just given up 13 home runs in that amount in that in 15 innings in that time Uh, so good for about two home runs per nine for Freeland like it's just a matter of are they going to leave him out there so however you want to fade him if you want to take over two and a half earned runs for him as well uh, that might be the play just fade him the the 15 and a half outs as I'm looking at it a little bit more closely it scares me a little bit Um, he does need to Pitch into the fifth inning, which I think you know. There's good reason to believe that he's going to get shelled. But the more I think about it, the more it's like, well, they keep they do keep leaving him in. It's not like they have a bullpen to turn to. Uh, I still like Ozzy Albies to get the total bases at at plus one ten. For, for Freeland, as I'm talking about this with you and looking over the stats I've even written down and recorded, I'm starting to feel a lot better about just taking over two and a half earned runs for him for crappy juice, rather than worrying about the uh, the, the outs and needing, him, and needing him to come out of the game. I think he can stay in the game, even if he's giving up four earned runs in the fifth. That's that's the problem that I'm running into as I talk about this bet. So, everything I told you about the outs, I'm literally changing as I look at my stats and go, well, you just did all the research to, to come to the conclusion that he's going to give up runs. Why are you worried about the outs? So I'm going to go over two. Two and a half earned runs for Kyle Freeland in this one.
1: Yeah, nice pivot. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, but he, <laughs> some of these numbers are absurd. The Braves' run totals eight and a half tonight, Um, and he did actually pitch in Atlanta and give up seven earned to this club in four and a third. But like you're saying, you can't, you don't want to try to predict strategy with the Rockies' management here. Uh, there's a chance they let him stay out there, even though he's given up four and he's get, he's still getting hit pretty hard just because they, they're absolutely tanking. Um, so, yeah, I would rather go with the earned runs. Maybe you can find the juice differently to get it over three and a half because I think he gives up at least four earned to the best offense in baseball against lefties.
0: Yeah, and this is a a good point to talk about real quick. Like This time of year, you can kind of bank on favorites a little bit more, but you've got to find the way to juice them up. And I do like these little take a player to get a hit with a a money line kind of bet or something along those lines so you know with with ozzy albis you can bet him over two and a half total bases get plus money you can take him to get one hit and the money line for the braves only gets you to about minus 180 on most books but those types of bets i feel a lot more comfortable with player performance doubles things of that nature as we get to the end of the season certain teams are clearly getting in position for the playoffs and certain teams are like we've been out since june so we're not worried about it so Anyway, that is all the time we have for you guys in this one. Make sure to like and subscribe to that page. Continue to follow along. We're coming back to you to finish off the week as well. So until we see you next, happy betting.